0: Please, sir, can I go home? No, I'm apparently no, not. No.
1: Um, yeah, Seb, mighty Seb, why is we've John's done two uh, podcasts today? I've done one, but I'm very tired, and I want, my lunch is sat there staring at me. My uh, two for three pound
0: marks. Of my lunch salad. is sat there staring at me at the nearest Turkish restaurant, <laughs> which, I'll be, <laughs> which I'll be cycling to as soon as I've done this link. So, listen up. Suckers, you have to listen to our podcast. Is that what you want me to say? This is it- the podcast. All oh, right. Sorry, you're listening to the podcast. This is the Quietest Hour. We recorded this some time ago, and now you're getting a chance to listen to it via iTunes. Thanks for listening.
1: Do rate us. It's not hard. Four or five.
0: Bye. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say points
1: to start.
0: All right. Do you want me to do another one?
1: No. no. Uh, this is it. All right. We're done now.
0: Give us a gander while you goose. My name's John Doran. I'm Luke Turner. Time for a slanket already? Pull up a poof. This is the quietest hour.
1: That was Calbata, Al Shark, the first song for this week's Quietus Hour uh, with me and John. Um, we uh, are playing out uh, live on Facebook. Uh, you might be listening to this on the podcast via iTunes. Please give us a rating above four, ideally five. And uh, you can also might be listening on Mixcloud. Listen to all of them. And uh, we're here, as ever, with Mighty Seb White, our producer. And uh, what's happening today, John?
0: Uh, well, it feels like only a few minutes since I stopped doing my last podcast with Simon Reynolds. You did a
1: Simon Reynolds one, which will be going up soon, talking about glam.
0: Yeah, but actually, when you're listening to this, it will be in the past. So, ah. it's a strange world, isn't it? Um, it'll be
1: in the future if people listen to this one first, and then they... Oh. Uh... <sighs>
0: God, honestly, you're worse than my girlfriend. <laughs> did, we'll have to uh, cut that bit out, otherwise.
1: <laughs> <laughs> did uh, Did you and Reynolds dress up glam for the occasion?
0: Uh, no. Oh, I did think about shame. it, you know, but I think both of us are more interested in glam purely from an armchair general point of view, <laughs> not on the front line. No, definitely not. I have. I had my moments when I was younger, but um, what were your glam moments? Well, I was a goth, uh, and I used to wear nail varnish, and I used to wear a lot of eye makeup. I uh, went to college one day at the age of 16 wearing a wedding dress and boots, and I don't know if you'd call this stuff glam. I thought it was very glam. I used to wear, when I was uh, a skinny, nine-stone streak of piss, I think was the (laughs) appellation that was given to me by uh, many people shouting out of car windows. Uh, you know, I used to wear a lot of bangles, a lot of things mm. like rosary beads.
1: What's, what's weird is, what year was you, were you doing this? About 80,
0: 86, 87. Eight, yeah, because yeah. in, in
1: 96, 97, I was wearing ladies' blouses, bangles, black nail varnish, and I had red hair and an earring. And uh, people used to shout things out of the car at me. It must be. Where are the 2006? Quiet as um, g- glamorous gentlemen in ladies' clothes. Chris Get in touch
0: Bridget. if if you are one of our listeners, the glamorous young men in ladies' clothes, or vice versa. Has that
1: tradition ended?
0: I don't know. Has it ended? But yes, I mean, yeah, I was a bit of a whoopsie when I was a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I should say, um, yeah, the Cal Batter uh, track that was on Fortuna Records, a great small middle eastern label run out of israel i think Uh, and that was uh it's not specific about which country it comes from it's by the label boss but uh I have have it uh, reliably described by Boomcat as Middle Eastern Farfisa techno. Fantastic.
1: Nice. Um, we have got today coming up on the quietest hour. Obviously, we're going to look at the music news. Uh, we're going to have a Persuader. And we're going to have new and some less new music from people like Membrane, Shirley Collins, Betty Harris, Mutado Pintado, Zaza Zappian, Admiral's Hard, Bri- Bri- Brian Tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, <laughs> and knock it on the head, Brian. <laughs> Brian, stop it. Uh, and uh, yeah, we'll have a persuader. And uh, we've got an exclusive from Bonnie Vere as well. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. I'm looking One forward to that. One of our favourite artists. Um, first of all, though, we're going to listen to some new music from Solange. Uh, this is from her new album, A Seat at the Table, and it's called FUBU. Us. So that was the new Slange uh, music. Christian over there, he's very excited about his record. First record, he thinks it could be one of his records of the year.
0: And what do you think FUBU stands for, Luke? Find your bum. Oh, no, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Crivens. Oh, uh, we've, we've kind of talked, our, we've chatted ourselves into a corner there a little bit. For, what? Us by us.
1: For, us, for us, by us. Oh, right.
0: No, I thought it was going to be something slightly is that risqué. Known,
1: is that a known phrase? Clothing. Ah. Was oh, it? Clothing. Is it? It's uh, not ladies' blouse from a charity shop for 30p, no, is no, no, it? no, no, no.
0: Uh, Now that we've made ourselves look preposterously old and out of touch with everything. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Isn't that what this program is about? Yeah. Uh, so should we play the membranes? Yeah, so like we uh, a good, good, good friend of the show is Mr. John Robb from the post-punk band uh, Membranes, and he's also an author and just essentially the throbbing spirit of rock and roll and punk is. rock.
1: And he's good friends with everybody because he's got everybody to do work, do remixes for this membranes. It's quite record. impressive, it isn't is. it? It its So we've
0: yeah. got
1: Alexander Hack from... Uh, it's Hacker, no? Alexander Hacker from and in
0: denoye Uh We've got Mr. Justin Broderick from Godflesh has done one. Yeah. We're going to have um, an exclusive play of the Clint Mansell track nice. on the site any day now. Uh, the Clint Mansell one is absolutely fantastic. good, is uh, Chris Carter of Throbbing Gristle has done one, or it, it might be Chris and Cozy. And Carter need. Tutti, and Youth's on it. Uh, yeah, so all sorts of people are on this uh, album, um, but we're gonna play "The Universe Explodes into a Billion Photons of Pure White Light" as remixed by the Manic Street Preachers. Mighty John Robb there and with the assistance of the Mighty Manic Street Preachers. What a dream team. And uh, there's a
1: good piece, a great piece on The Quietest this week with David Stubbs Has done a book about 1996 and uh, why, you know, for me as a teenager in 1996 that was when all the the good music that I liked that allowed you to wear blouses, bangles, Nail Varnish and so on like Pulp, The, sw- the Swad, uh, and The Manic Street Preachers suddenly disappeared in this great tide of lager and proper indie for the lads. Uh, horribleness. The whole Blur versus Oasis battle happened. It was a dreadful time. And uh, Stubbs has written a book about uh, 1996, and he's done a playlist of the good music that came out in that year, which you can find on The Quietest. Very
0: much seen through his uh, filter, which is a good filter indeed, because it's full of, like post-rock and DIY and kind of crowd rock leaning stuff as somebody commented under it you know the uh, we we call the feature uh, as if joy division never happened and somebody said quite cheekily but perhaps correctly <laughs> it's as if drum and <laughs> bass never happened yeah. but you know so yeah it is one person's particular take on this but I think any angle of breaking down this canonical view of the mid-90s is is healthy and good for me it was equally as bad I was just reaching in 1996 I was reaching my second year working in uh, nights in a warehouse in Welland Garden City Ooh. and as you can imagine Welland Garden City when Indy got properly for the lads and drinking I like it's weird looking back that uh you know there were there was often mass fights at my place of work really yeah yeah yeah. I mean like it was an alcohol it was a bonded alcohol warehouse so obviously sometimes police weren't allowed onto the premises and sometimes you'd get like um People trying to smuggle out crates of whiskey and stuff like that—they'd always get busted. And then they'd like the security guards would have proper just, big stand-up rooks with them. You know, the police would stand waiting outside for these guys to be delivered to them. It's weird
1: because that—that was that was the time when I first started going to pubs in St Albans, not far from Welling yeah, yeah, City. Yeah, yeah. These places you think of genteel middle England, and there was it was just every Friday and Saturday night just proper indie for the lads. Lads battering the yeah. crap out of people in nice shirts with black roses on them like you know what was wrong
0: i think like I, i i didn't have any ambitions to move to london whatsoever but i've got to say like the kind of just that uh just being so close to london and like the the dissonance between what was played on the radio at work which all week long was oasis and blur and then my weekends spent like listening to kind of like you know drum and bass and hardcore and hip hop and all the amazing stuff you could listen to in London you know it Mm. made it inevitable really
1: right now we're gonna play some shirley collins who you know after saying she was never going to sing again is back with an amazing record on domino records called lodestar uh we're hopefully gonna have quite a bit of shirley collins stuff on the site at some point soon uh this song's called death and the lady um do look for the video made uh, by nick abrahams great filmmaker who did the brilliant depeche mode film with Jeremy Della, with all sorts of like weird yapping hobby horses, runs around the countryside. It's brilliant. But this song is called Death and a Lady.
0: And not long after this fair maid died, right on my tomb. Now lately Who does now nightly have been
1: trade? Now it's time for the music news. So we've scoured the music press, all remains of it, and found the important music news of the day. First of all, we discovered Liam Gallagher, he's off having a chat again, has, like a lot of people are at the moment, he's moaning about the media and he's called them a bunch of uh, cunts. Oof, matron. Oof, matron.
0: And Hang on a second. Well, this would be Liam Gallagher, who yesterday held a massive news conference at Sky News.
1: Did he? Yeah. What a squealing hypocrite that man is.
0: What an absolutely a based whopper that he man is! He is a whopper.
1: Simon Price yesterday was making a very good point on uh, Twitter, saying, "You know, uh, there was one uh, Q Awards where where Liam Gallagher called, shouted out Robbie Williams was a was a queer, queer. or something," and you, and, and, and also
0: uh, not forgetting he also shouted lesbian. At Kylie Minogue. Yeah. What a
1: ledge. What a ledge. And this is the thing, these, all these proper indie for the lads characters, they just get away with it. Everyone's sort of, it's all it's all it, banned. It remains, it remains, it remains, um,
0: it remains Pry- one of Price Cube's lasting regrets that he was, after the Q Awards, he was stood next to Liam Gallagher and he says he really regrets not punching him square in the face. Imagine a Pry- Price Cube could have Liam Gallagher. I, I've seen Price, he goes... <laughs> step up to some people who've been shouting at him in the street as, as you'd imagine he gets shouted at in the street quite a lot but um, yeah I I would not dream of stepping up to no. Simon Price he would destroy you
1: <laughs> he would um, but all of that saying said about Liam Gallagher the talentless prick we have got <laughs> we have <laughs> we have we have got he's just got a record deal which is rumoured to be worth two million quid two, two million, million quid. quid for Liam Gallagher uh, record deal but we're very lucky. We have an exclusive uh, vocal tape direct from the booth of Liam Gallagher's uh, new music. Two million quid. This is this is what it sounds like. There we go. That was pretty good, actually. It's better than the, those those final Oasis gigs, isn't it?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Uh, next up on the news, Simon Cowell fashed little Simon through his trousers from the sofa at the X Factor last week. There's not much going on in music news this week, is there? <laughs> there isn't really. No. Wait, well, it's probably. Uh, come
0: on then. Let's just get straight to it. Girth.
1: Well, to be honest, John, you know he wears those kind of weird high-waisted trousers, and you'd think that would be, you know,
0: voluminous w- enough to. Yeah,
1: manage something, but it it looked, it looked pale, and it looked disappointing. Like the last
0: chicken in Tesco's.
1: Yeah, the last skinless and boneless breast in a vacuum pack. It looked a bit like that. It was quite sad.
0: Uh, now that we've broached the subject, which we're all about at the quietest, really, is like who's got the most impressive lad uh, going? I mean, like ones that we've seen. Uh, Saul from Fat White Family has quite an impressive.
1: Does he? Do you not remember that photograph where it's... Yeah, no, in- but he's, he's cheated, hasn't he? He's put a foil girth increaser on. No, 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 no. there's on.
0: one. If you look closely on Google, there is one of him ah. standing as nature intended. Is there? It's quite impressive, actually. <laughs> there's
1: uh, Dappy from Ndubs. He oh, is a big lad. Do you remember that picture? that Yeah, Conley? I he do. Is and he's a-
0: checking his texts. Yep. Yeah. I would be en in- <laughs> myself if I, I was so well endowed. And
1: uh, there's actually on the uh, on the quietest uh, a review of a Jack White gig. Uh, Jack oh White gosh. is a big lag in rock as well. We were actually going to do a feature. Apparently,
0: of- if it's brought up in front of him, he blushes. Does
1: he? Well, as you would. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um And there's. Uh, uh,
0: one can only dream, Luke. One can mm. only dream.
1: But we were going to do. Because there was a, once another website who. Um, uh, they did a thing about. It sort was of a really awful gallery of hot chicks in rock. So we thought we, we should perhaps do big
0: terrible, l- terrible. It was Unilad or someone like that, wasn't no, it?
1: No, no. It was actual music site. Oh, well, that, all right.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, well, terrible we, bastards, whoever they were. We wanted to counter it, didn't we? By doing big lads in rock. And uh, I know from reading a bit about Cynthia Plastercaster, who've. She's also done uh, Fat White Family. Has she? Uh, yeah, well, man. they're very much about the history of the like underground of rock and roll. Mm. Uh, but I believe her uh, lengthiest member she ever took was Clint Mansell, our friend from Populate itself. <laughs> yeah. But the mo- the real daddy was Jimi Hendrix. Really? Yeah. Tell you else, big lads in literature, Alan de Botan. Oh, I've heard this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, John, he, he's he's a whopper in more than one <laughs> sense of the word. <laughs>
1: What's the final bit of
0: news today? RIP by alien sex fiend declared new national anthem of Bolivia. Brian Tentacles, Mr. Tentaclus, No, it's actually Brain Tentacles, uh, Sadist. The self-titled album on Relapse. And a shout out to our good friend and uh, writer Noel Gardner. It's always worth following Noel on Facebook, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Whether well, this is bizarre kind of one-line status updates, which are kind of spiraling off into more and more dadaist realms, but also great, great recommendations of noisy music. Absolutely. And coming up next, we have another absolutely fantastic uh, exclusive. Now, we've given them a lot of stick in the past, but mm. as always, it's the guiding principle. It's a founding principle, actually, of the quietest, that as soon as someone goes good, we're going to be behind them all the way. Now, we used to hate on this band terribly. The band is called Boniver, but they've come back and they've done something absolutely jaw-dropping. Take a listen to this. And that was "Do You Like My Shed" by Bon Iver.
1: So, uh, what do you want me to talk about? What I did at the weekend? It's <laughs> a smooth link after Bon Iver. Um, yeah, I went to the uh, to Southend, one of my very favourite places in uh, Britain, uh, for the uh, music a music day of the Estuary Festival that was recently on.
0: Did you see our old friend Richard, who runs South Records?
1: I did. I saw him in the Railway, uh, which is a pub. At by Southend Station, obviously, give it a name. It's an amazing pub. It's I don't know, it's just kind of big and old and knackered. It has a live room upstairs and one downstairs, and it's always just packed with um, people, music fans. Southend is such an amazing music yeah. music town, Absolutely, yeah. and I, I do find it interesting that like there's all these all these people, I think we might have talked about this before, but people going down to Margate all the time, like, ooh, Margate. Whereas South End is actually a, a town that's had loads going on for ages, and it's it's dead exciting. And while I went down there to see uh, Tim Burrows, writer for the Quieters, a good friend of ours, doing a talk on the end of the pier, where he actually got in the same room as he got married. He was doing a, a talk at the end of South End Pier, blooming miles out to sea because the little trains weren't running. And it was all about Junk Club, the club that... Um, the Various members of the horrors were involved with, and oh, yeah. just, just what a sort of you know that South End always has something going on. It's a, a weirdly unlike St Albans or Wenning Garden City, we we're talking about earlier, where London just sucks all the decent, exciting stuff or possibility for anything good happening. Apart
0: from Smash, sorry, that was a, a glib joke, uh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it sucks it out. Whereas South End is just that little bit far enough, seemingly, to kind of maintain its own. Uh, momentum.
0: I did my uh, I did a day of my book tour in South End with uh, doing a reading with Martin from Cleaners from Venus, and it was a great. It was really nice to visit Southend. You know, what I mean, there is a lot of stuff going on there.
1: And yeah, do go to the South, the record shop, see Richard Onslow, a man with fine pomaded hair. Um, and also on the end of the pier, Chris Watson and Martin Ware were in conversation. Uh, with uh, people feedies and, and that was great as well just them two talking about kind of uh, how the, the mid 70s in Sheffield and uh, apparently Martin Ware first heard Kraftwerk because he was at a party in Chris Watson's garden and uh, Chris Watson had a PA set up and uh, played uh, Trans Europe Express and it just blew Martin Ware's mind and it they did make it sound like I mean, you know, Chris Watson, he's no golden age man. He was like, oh, we did have a lot of fun, and we're still having a lot of fun, aren't we, Martin? It was a really, really fantastic <laughs> yeah. conversation, that was.
0: So, yeah, that was... Were you ever a fan of Heaven 17? Yeah, absolutely. I yeah. love that And band. the Human League. So brilliant. great. So absolutely great. brilliant. Um, okay, so coming up next, we have uh, two people who are kind of uh, linked in quite deeply, I think if deep is the right word, uh, to the kind of... that. Fat White Family kind of uh, South London uh, scene, and we have uh, Clams Baker, better known as Matado Pintado, and we have Warren from uh, Warren Mansfield from Meat Raffle, who's better known here as Zaza Sapien. And we're gonna—they did a split album recently. Uh, they put it out themselves. You can get it off Bandcamp. You can get it on vinyl. And uh, it's called Musical Confrontation. And we're going to play two tracks from that split right now, back to back.
1: The, the store, store is open. Is open. Amen. Amen. Blinking neon signs with fluorescent beams in their eyes. Flies flutter with the cracking of electric shock treatment. Ha, ha, ha. Stick them. <laughs> Only God knows where it goes, but we all feel so damn good.
0: Preposterous tip mangle, Judd Nelson. For those who. Blue. Strong desire. You float above the earth. Beware, a shadow tracks your flight of fire. The night is coming. The night is coming. Brighter.
1: So that was Matado Pintado, the red zone, Zaza Zappi, and the night is coming. Fantastic. Right, John, last week we were talking about you were giving a give up Turkish food. Uh, that was the day after we went out for some Turkish food, and then you and I had a meeting on Friday. Where did we have that meeting?
0: Uh, it might have been a Turkish restaurant. <laughs>
1: And what did did you say? I just have the chips for the table, or did you eat all the Turkish food as well? I ate
0: all of the Turkish food, and I did say I was going to do this. But what I what I originally meant was I would have all of the different Turkish foods spread out over a period of months, so I could do a kind of exclusion test. But I got confused and ordered everything. (laughs) All at once. And then have you
1: been to Turkish since Uh, Friday? I
0: did have Turkish for my lunch (laughs) yesterday. (laughs) And I didn't even intend to. I was just walking down the street. And because I was in a strange, unfamiliar area of London, you know, that kind of (laughs) area... You know that area in between victoria and pimlico oh, and I, I was confused yeah. i was wandering around horse ferry magistrates court i just wandered down in the road ferry magistrates well court. well well there aren't enough hours left in the day <laughs> to explain that but i was wandering down the road and i was like what is, what is this i see before me a stall selling lamb kebabs <laughs> and they had to have, have one to, and as if by a tractor beam you know i'll tell you what's good
1: around those parts there's a discount shoe shop uh, oh, right. where they sell gentlemen's shoes at a reasonable price. It's an undiscovered gem of London. What's it called? The Discount Shoes Uh
0: My favourite uh, kind of shop off the beaten track in London, which I used to see when I was going out raving back in the day on my walk, long walk home towards uh, Stratford, would be uh, uh, an Asian-run clothing store called Whiskey Lady.
1: Whiskey lady. And that
0: just speaks of, like, you know, it's just like there's definitely a different cultural aspect there going on where I can see why some people think or used to think of whiskey as a very glamorous thing, but, you know, perhaps in the East End of London it's taken on a different uh, meaning over the years.
1: Yeah, right. Uh, Now we're going to have The Persuader. So, as ever, this is The Persuader, the feature where you can dial the quietest hours answer phone on 020-33-93-63-95. What
0: number was that? I didn't quite catch that.
1: It was 020-33-93-63-95, and demand that we play you a song. Threats
0: work, and so does mild titillation. Yeah. Have we got a Persuader, Seb?
1: Yes! Oh, oh my oh, God. Again.
0: Could we I have a listen? forget.
1: Hi, I'm just calling to oh. dedicate a song to my husband who's just had a vasectomy. I'd like
0: to dedicate <laughs> Larry Hurd's Gherking Jerks Stop oh. the beat because he is not going to get his jerking gherkin. Oh, my gosh. Jerk. <laughs> Poor <Thank> Mr. Mr. <laughs> jerking Gherking. Bye.
1: Are we persuaded, John? Oh,
0: I am definitely, definitely <laughs> persuaded. For
1: the husband of that mysterious lady, or I actually think I know who it is. Uh, this is Larry Hurd's Gherkin Jerks.
0: That was Larry Heard uh, with his anthem about whoppers who work in the City of London, Gherkin Jerks. <laughs> and coming up next, we have a bit of a segue. I wanted to play, or we wanted to play, um, a couple of varying examples of modern sea shanties. And uh, first up, we've got some, an electro sea shanty. And after that, we've got a psychedelic folk sea shanty.
1: What shall we do with the Dryton sailor? What shall we do with the Dryton sailor? What shall we do with the Dryton sailor? I am the Lord, lady. and she rises, where? and she rises, where? and she rises, where? So that was um, Admiral's Hard rounding the horn. Uh, by a re- it's
0: a veritable minefield of euphemisms today, isn't it? It is. But and we What would, does it actually mean, Admiral? Well, hard. a
1: hard was an area in a harbour where uh, the bottom might have been strengthened a little or reinforced, or an area of firm ground where big ships could rest, perhaps to be careened, where you'd clean the barnacles mm. and other growths off the copper bottoms so that they would keep going through the water. No good for keel hauling then. No, you have to be out at sea to keel haul properly, and yeah, and if you've cleaned your bottom, then Also, yeah. an
0: effective keel haul really needs a good amount of serrating limpies, it does, doesn't It does,
1: yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm wondering. I thought you know, um, Carvis gave us this record. Thank you very much. Carvis and uh, you know Admiral's Hard rounding the horn it does sound <laughs> it does sound naughty but perhaps it is actually just you know the band is it's not got a double entendre type name
0: I believe that uh, the Admiral's Hard is uh, the name of a pub in Plymouth where Carvis hails from so I don't know if that's got some relevance to the band or not
1: but yeah they were, they were great songs we were also discussing you should beware false seafaring musicians like Cosmo Jarvis and Captain
0: Flatcap Oh, Uh, my gosh. What a whopper. Grade (laughs) A whoppers, one and both. Although, I've got to say that uh, we've both written, let's say, uh, in savagely negative terms about Cosmo Jarvis in The Enemy, and Mm. uh, I was actually quite almost sexually thrilled when he had a massive (laughs) rant about us on the internet, didn't he? he? He went absolutely berserk. He had a pornographic imagination
1: he did. of uh, what might happen between us. Yes.
0: <laughs> uh, before that, we had Psylob, uh, who uh, comes from uh, a seafaring town himself, but uh, this time in Cornwall. He's a mate of uh, Aphex Twins, and that uh, version of um, drunken. what should we do with the drunken sailor, uh, played on vocoder and drum machine is on his uh, drop the mid-range hit the bass, I think it's called an album on reflex.
1: Right, I think that is probably all we have time for in the Quietus Hour. Uh, we just need to tell you to, I mean, I always have to explain this, just listen to it, but especially listen to it on the podcast and iTunes. You can download it to your telephone and everything like that. Uh, and uh, like us on Facebook you know there
0: are only two scores possible four if you're in a bad mood or five if you've been reasonable it's not, reasonable, hard, it? it's it's not, not hard.
1: tough and they uh, do like the quietest Facebook page because you might be sat there bored at work and then suddenly we'll pop up <laughs> chatting <laughs> um, so yeah that, that was the quietest Hour we'll be back again soon thanks very much thanks, to our producer mighty Seb White, yeah, mighty Seb White. looking quite nonplussed there yeah, and I bought
0: him and I an extra oh. I, I've got a feeling that he wasn't as keen on our, some of our musical choices today what as percentage
1: were we at today Seb 70
0: 70 yeah, Oh right. I'll, take that. Than, I'll yeah. take that
1: it was 50 last week so yeah um, that's all uh, what we, what's the final song John
0: um, a very old favourite of mine uh, Betty Harris the lost queen of New Orleans soul the, she has a fantastic uh, compilation album out now On Soul Jazz Records, Uh, some of you might know her for the kind of Deep South Lost, not Deep South, but the Lost Soul uh, funk classic, uh, Breaking the Road. But instead of that, we're going to play the more up-tempo Mean Man. So, that was uh, fantastic. I don't know about you, but I thought that was essentially the best bit of radio ever recorded. I was deeply impressed by ourselves, John. I became slightly too tumescent. So moving quickly on, <laughs> uh, if you are listening to, the, to this for the first time ever, I would love for you, in fact, I'm going to insist that you uh, subscribe to our podcast. Yep, they get every future
1: episode, including all the specials, downloaded to your telephone.
0: And if you're already a subscriber, well done you for having such fantastic taste. Tell your friends, your relatives and the people you visit in institutional facilities all about us. And please
1: do give us a review on iTunes and rate us. And if you really There are really,
0: only two options: 4 if you're an idiot or 5 if you're righteous.
1: And uh, yeah, if you really really liked it and you want to support what we do on the radio and the quietest, please visit the slash theforquets.com forward slash radio, where there is a donate function. Thanks for listening, and you'll hear us next time.